Tree Talking Time is brought to you by Conkeys Outdoors. Get all your hound hunting needs at Conkeys.com. Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest fights to the largest hounds, drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. Welcome back to another episode of Tree Talking Time. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and is uh, recovering from all, from overeating. I know I am. Just wanted to make an announcement that there has been a change. If you were interested in Tree Talking Time shirts, you now can find them at treetalking.com. Just launched that last week, and actually there's some new designs up on there as well. I know if you've already checked it out, or if you do check it out, there is not a representation of every breed. And just give me some time. I'm working on it. So there is a Treeing Walker shirt, a blue tick, a black and tan, and a red bone. Plus the original design that was up. Added also a couple of youth sizes. So got some youth and toddler shirts available now as well. As we're moving towards the holidays, be sure to check out all the sponsors. Conkeys, Full Cry, and W have all had some great sales. I'm sure they'll continue to do that between now and Christmas. I know Full Cry has gift subscriptions. I know there's a lot of apparel. I'm looking at upgrading my Garmin this year, so maybe maybe Santa will be good to me and help me out with that. So, But for all your hound hunting needs and also just all your hound hunting wants, check out the sponsors. Uh, yeah, I guess, well, I'm Montana Buffington. I'm from Ripley County, Missouri. I've been coon hunting most of my life. Uh, what really got it going for me was I uh, went out with some guys, some local coon hunters, and uh, I was 11 years old. All three dogs split trees, and all three dogs had coons, and ever since, I've I've been hooked. There you go. But, uh, but yeah, now my my best dog is uh, probably my is, – is uh, my old copper dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a plot. He's a plot dog, and uh, I had a lot of fun with him. He kind of put you on the map. Yes, sir. He he definitely got my start as far as competition coon hunting went. Mm-hmm. What are some of the accomplishments you've uh, you've won with him? I uh, won the Isaiah Kid Award, which if you don't know, the listeners that don't know what that is, that's pretty much the king and queen of plot days uh, mm-hmm. they give it out in the isaiah kid award to the high score male and high score female but uh i won two years two years in a row with a uh, copper nice uh, plot days won the isaiah kid award and then they canceled it i think the next year after that and i took him back the next year when they had it in michigan and uh i got first place with copper uh one night at plot days that year as well but uh he i had a lot of fun with him and uh we won double cast wins at the winter classic one year and high scoring plot dog at the winter classic a couple different years okay uh, yes sir you've hauled him to town a few times then yes sir and uh, uh i got in the top 16 in missouri with him and i thought that was pretty cool to put a plot in the top 16 of a state race yeah definitely is he still alive? No, sir. Uh, I he passed away about probably about six or eight months ago. Gotcha. How old was he? Uh, about ten years old. Gotcha. Now, did you get him as a puppy, or did you get him as an older dog? 
I got him when he was about to be three. Uh, Joe Pride, who is my partner on a lot of the dogs I have, I, that's, I've been hunting his line of dogs uh, for about ever since 2016 is whenever I started hunting some of Joe's dogs. And uh, we it, it turned into a really good friendship. And uh, we've been, we've, we've got dogs together now and uh, we, we've had several of them. Nice. And uh, I met Joe in 2014 at the plot days, first one I ever attended. Okay. I had my dad and a friend, of, uh, local coon hunter. We loaded up, went to plot days. I didn't know anybody, uh, but there I just had a plot dog, and I wanted to go. And uh, because I, to be honest with you, I hadn't really saw, but maybe one or two other plots than mine, uh, because there aren't any where I'm from. And you know that. Uh, I thought I wanted to go to plot days and it was a really cool experience. That's where I met Joe pride. And, uh, we, uh, we've been friends ever since. I would say, unless you're from like Appalachia, uh, the great lakes region, you or Maine, like you're probably not going to see a lot of plot dogs. No, sir. And, <laughs> and most the, the other two, one or two plots I did see, they were hog dogs. So yeah. they weren't even coon dog plots, you know? Yeah. No, that's, but, what, that's uh, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm naming off play, you know, bear hunting hotspots. Cause that's where you see more plots than anything. Right. What made you get a, a pick plots over anything else? Man. Uh, I went to the coon club, local coon club whenever I was a kid, 11 or 12 years old. And they were, they, I said, I said that I wanted a plot. I'd seen pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of the guys there told me, oh, you'll never win nothing with a plot. Uh, plots aren't coon dogs. They don't free this and that. And uh, I don't know. I I just, that made me want one even more. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know, nobody had them. Everybody talked like, they, you know, you couldn't win with one. And I just kind of made my mind up right then and there that I, no matter what I had or how many I had to go through or no matter – how much I had to hunt, I was going to come up with a good one. There you go. That's funny. But, uh, no, and, and I am a plot guy at heart, you know, but uh, everybody that knows me knows, you know, if a chihuahua tree coon, I, I'll hunt it, you know. But, yeah. or if, it, if, if it can win, I'll, I'll hunt it. I'll say it that way because uh, I, I I don't care what color they are, but it definitely is cool to take one to town that, that's crazy colored. Oh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm an off-color guy, so, you know, dog guy, so. Cur dogs, leopards, plots, you know, are, are oh, yeah. what I've had, so. Yes, sir, I, I like a leopard dog, too. Never owned a, a walker. Uh, I've got walkers, I've got a black and tan, got a couple leopards. I mean, I, I, I'm not colorblind by any means. There you go. And you're, uh, you've done some win with that leopard, too. Yes, sir, a trooper, uh, Trooper is probably my second favorite dog I've ever turned loose, uh, other than Copper. Nice. I actually, uh, when I got Trooper, I actually started started him with Copper. Okay. I mean, he was he was started, but uh, he, he'd been probably hunted a dozen times when I got him. He'd go hunt some, but uh, I started taking him with my old Copper dog, and after just two or three nights, you know, he was split treeing from him and. Uh, it really didn't take a whole lot to really get Trooper going. He was pretty well natural. Nice. He's out of uh, uh, Jason Keene's Moose Dog, right? 
Yes, sir. He's directly out of Moose, and uh, I I don't remember quite what age um, Trooper made Grand, but I think he was the youngest. Here, he made Grand younger than any leopard before. Okay, but uh, but he uh, Trooper uh, he's he's got a great big mouth for a leopard dog, and uh, he hunts he hunts hard, hunts hard, really like a walker dog. To be honest with you, a lot of the leopard guys probably probably don't really care for the way he hunts when they draw him because he's going to take you hunting but mm-hmm. he, he he will treat he will treat coons i've heard that about moose I, i've never hunted with moose but i heard he basically was a you know a, a big black and tan leopard colored walker you know he hunted like a walker but you know that's the way trooper is you know trooper's a hard really really hard hunting dog uh honestly sometimes you know it, <laughs> He'll put you in a bind. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, Kevin Crane uh, is my, uh, my buddy. He's got Trooper, and uh, I sold Trooper to Kevin mm-hmm. uh, back, oh, I think it was in 2018, after I put a few a couple wins on Trooper. And uh, and then a couple years later, Kevin hollered at me and asked me if I wanted to go back to hunting Trooper for him. And, uh, we've just, you know, uh, we bred him to several females, and uh, I think James Atwell won Leopard Days with him, and won the NKC World Hunt with him in 2020. And nice. uh, for a leopard, for a leopard dog, he's been fun. You know, he's mm-hmm. really made some noise. Yeah, definitely. I didn't realize he was grand. Yes, sir. And I think I think he needs about twelve dollars to be a PKC champion. Okay. You so, getting him in we, some PKC, huh? Yes, sir. He uh, he's probably been in a dozen of them. Mm-hmm. Do you hunt a lot of PKC? Uh, I what I mean, I don't just hunt, you know, hunt every weekend anymore. But if I'm going to go to one anymore, it's usually a PKC hunt. I, okay. I, I always go to the UKC Winter Classic and the UKC UKC Plot Days, but uh, if anymore, I usually go to a PKC hunt. Gotcha. And I enjoy both, but mm-hmm. uh, I just I just kind of like the 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 way the dogs hunt and the PKC hunts. Gotcha. But now, kind of going back to when you, from the very beginning, you got started. What made you want to coon hunt? Man, uh, I really, I so the, the very first time I went, I was I was a little boy, you know, uh, like five years old. My great granddad, well, he passed away when I was seven. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ne- never knew anything about coon hunting after that, or never heard anything about it after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, whenever I was about about eleven years old, we was in art class at school, and I saw a boy drawing a picture of a uh, dog tree and a coon. And I asked him about it, you know, and he said, "Yeah, my stepdad, he's got coon dogs and this and that." And uh, actually, talking about Kevin Payne, uh, he's from Southern Missouri, and. Uh, I asked him, I said, man, can I go with y'all? And he said, yeah, you know, and uh, Kevin reached out to me and called me and uh, invited me to go with him. And, uh, you know, that's why I told you the three dogs split yeah. three and they all three had coons. That was, uh, I guess what sparked my interest was going with my great granddad when I was a little bitty boy. Yeah. So your great grandfather planted that seed. And then luckily, you know, as a kid, you yes, were able to sir. find some other guys that were able to take you. That's pretty cool. Yes, sir. Well, it's not like you're that old. How old are you now? 
23. I was about to say, I figured you were early 20s. Yes, sir. But you've, like I said, you've done some, made some noise for only being involved for a short period of time. I appreciate that. Give me some good stories about these off-colored dogs. Uh, man, uh, I like to, there's a place south of where I lived at in uh, Missouri there. I actually just recently moved to South Arkansas, and it ain't nothing but a pine ticket down here. I'm just <laughs> going to tell you that. And uh, coon hunting's totally different. But uh, um, what? just thinking of a really good hunt I had, we drew out uh, Mingo Wildlife Area has a draw hunt every year and it's over uh duck creek missouri um it's real delta like hunting swamps flooded timber big timber and uh, we i put in for it there for two or three years and uh, got drew for it one year and uh we we went in there and we started a little back, a little after six six p.m and uh, we hunted till midnight, and I think we treed seventeen singles, and that's probably the that's probably the the funnest hunt that I can remember in my part of the country. Mm-hmm. Are you hunting copper? Uh, we was hunting copper, and you know some other dogs, and uh, one would be treed through here, little little piece, not very far. Another one be treed the other way, little piece, and uh, you know it was just coons, lots of coons. You know it. Yeah. They, the reason they started that that draw hunt was because it had been a refuge and had not been coon hunted for over 50 years. Oh, wow. And, uh, so they, and the coons were just overpopulating and, uh, tearing up a lot of stuff and couldn't hardly go up and down the road without running them over. So they opened the season and, uh, man, I mean, it, it, I, I know now that they've been having the draw hunt a few years. Uh, it's still good. Coon, a lot of coons, but those first couple of years, there were just coon everywhere. Yeah. And anybody that, that's hunted there will tell you that it's it's beautiful hunting it looks like looks a lot like louisiana or the delta i mean it's 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 totally different than a lot of missouri mm-hmm. now you, where, what part of missouri you said did you say you were from a little town called fair dealing um it's kind of where the, the the ozark hills meet the the flat delta like kind of ground uh, okay. you know kind of kind of foothills so you kind of had a, a variety of terrain to hunt then Yes, sir. I could drive 15 minutes north and hunt straight up and down hills, or I could drive 15 minutes south and hunt swamps and bayous and rice fields and cornfields. <laughs> I mean, being a total different yeah uh, kind of woods. That's crazy. But that's good for getting dog ready for competition, you know. That way you can you can hunt different, you, you, yes, especially sir. if you're traveling. Right. And, uh, you know, living there, I could – I could really put a dog in just about any kind of situation that they were ever going to be in and any, and, and in any kind of the country that, that they were going to be in, you know, mm-hmm. sounds like it was a pretty good place to raise some dogs and, and hunt. Yes, sir. Uh, and I, and I'm, and I've found me a couple spots here in South Arkansas to hunt. Uh, but, uh, I'm still, still trying to find places. It's totally different down here. Everything's a lease and there's not near as much public land like there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there where I lived at in Missouri. What made you move all the way to Arkansas? <laughs> uh, a woman. <laughs> a woman. There you go. Yeah. But, Too funny. Uh, now uh, I've started a new job down here and uh, doing HVAC, and uh, so I've been doing that. And Good deal. 
hunting a couple places that I got, but I'm definitely trying to find more places. Mm-hmm. So how many dogs do you, do you have currently? Uh, I've got them scattered out, you know, all over the place. But at my house, I've got four of them. Gotcha. Uh, couple, couple plots. Uh, they're grand pups to copper. Okay. Uh, they're out of the Sally female I won the Isaiah Kid Award with uh, back in June. Uh, so they'd be grand pups to copper. And uh, then I've got a couple crossbred pups I'm hunting. And, and I've got an old Walker bitch directly off of Zip 3 at the house. But uh, I've, I've sent a lot of my other dogs to, to my partners or to somebody to hunt them because I don't have the places down here to mm-hmm. really hunt, hunt more than one dog at a time like I did up there in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, you know, those those places I had in Missouri, I mean, big woods, uh, you could send a dog one way and send another, send one the other way. And yeah. You send another one the other way if you want to, you know. But here, uh, the places I've got, I, I can't really do that. I've uh, really, really got to watch where they go. And, uh, you know, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Now, what did you said you got some crossbred dogs? What are they? Uh, they're also Steve Yant, a uh, jock dog, uh, jocked up and tripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a platinum champion. Uh, and the mother is Sally, the female okay. I just mentioned. Uh, she's a plot. Okay. How old are they? They are, I think, coming on 11 months old. Okay. How are they coming along? Uh, they're, they're doing good. Uh, they're, they're re- they chase about everything, but <laughs> they're tree coons and, uh, I I think after this winter that they're, they're going to be all right. Good deal. But uh, they 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 don't call much nothing. They, they like to run stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what made you break, take Sally to a, a walker? Man, uh, I don't know. Just I wanted to breed. Uh, I just wanted to breed to a big time winner, and uh, and I wanted to breed something to something that I thought was as good or better than her, and. I really didn't know of anywhere, you know, plot wise, there wasn't nowhere in my area that to take her. And, uh, I just, I just wanted to see how it, uh, turn out really, you know, okay. I just wanted to breed a, what I thought was a world-class walker dog to a, to a nice plot and see, see what I've come up with. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I'm not, I'm not colorblind at all. I just like coon trees. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Conkey's Outdoors is proud to be a sponsor of Tree Talking Time. Family, hunting, tradition is the Conkey's motto. They understand the importance of passing down the tradition of hound hunting. They are a family-owned business that treats you like family. They also understand the importance of having the gear you need when you need it. Conkey's carries everything for your next hunt, and it ships to your door quick. They also offer great warranties on all tracking systems and financing options. Check them out at Conkey's.com. You can also use the code Time 5 in all caps to save as well. So have you had luck with uh, pups off of copper then? Yes, sir. Uh, I've, I've got a dual grand male off of copper, and uh, he's a four-year-old. Uh, he's up in Wisconsin at my partner's house, Mike Asty. And uh, and then I have that female. She's a grand Sally. I, I, sold recent, I sold her right before plot days to Floyd Ledman out of Illinois. Okay. And uh, he, he hunts plot dogs. And, uh, but she... She was a, uh, directly off of copper, and uh, several friends of mine have got you know dogs off of copper. Uh, there've been there've been several of them 
turn out. Uh, wish we could have got more pups off of him. Yeah. I like the look of copper. It was like, you know, a lighter, almost like a yellow brindle. Right. And and there are several of those in, in that bunch of dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that color is pretty common. Okay. I've got one, one of my crossbred pups is pretty much the same color he was. Interesting. Because Sally, isn't she a little darker? Yeah, Sally's a dark, darker, dark, uh, mm-hmm. dark, a regular brown brindle. Yeah, did he? Uh, did Copper throw any buckskins? Uh, yeah, um, Denny Jones, and out of Ellington, Missouri, has a female that is a buckskin, and uh, he he actually named her Copper. But um, I went hunting with him just a couple of weeks ago. Went up to his place, and she treated a couple of coons. Uh, my Walker bitch treated a couple of coons, and. Uh, we never pulled two dogs off the same tree. Had a good hunt. Nice. And she, she's a coon treer for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, she, she, and she is a buckskin. I just kind of figured being that lighter yellow, Brenda, that you probably yes, did. Yes, sir. That, that I bred. Crazy thing about that was, uh, I'm sure you've heard of a Maltese plot. Yeah. I bred Chopper to a Maltese, and she had two buckskins. You know, and uh, you don't see Maltese very often, and you don't see buckskin very often. No. But uh, I, I bred copper to a Maltese female, and she had two puppies, and they were both buckskin. Interesting. I don't know. Um, my limited experience with plots is I, I've got a red brindle male that uh, I co-in with a buddy of mine because he wanted to be a bear dog. But uh, he got in with my leopard jip years ago and had a couple uh, – had one buckskin pup, and then I had a couple of – of like the one male he's red merle but i'm pretty sure he just got he got a, the buckskin gene from you know his sire and then got the merle gene from his mom so yes sir. so that's why the buckskin thing kind of interests me a little bit yeah yeah you don't see just a whole lot of them uh, you, uh you're seeing more of them now than than you have but uh you know you don't see near as many buckskins as you do brindle dogs. I'm sure there was probably just as many years ago, but because they weren't accepted, yeah. you know. Oh, I'm I'm sure you're right. You know, people get rid of them or whatever because they just weren't registerable. So yes. Well, you got any more good stories? I'm sure you do. Uh yeah. Um, I went to Michigan and got there a few days early. Uh, one year for plot days. We got there a few nights early, uh, and man, we hunted right there off of, I think the town was Bellevue, Michigan was where it was held at, mm-hmm. and we hunted right there off of the, the Bellevue Club grounds. we just take off and hunt right from the camp, Nice. and uh, craziest thing I've ever saw, we walked down away from the camp, probably, I don't know, 100 yards on down to the woods and cut the dogs loose. And uh, my old copper dog went back up there to by where our camp was and treated a coon probably 50 yards from where we were sleeping. <laughs> and uh, that, I couldn't believe that, you know. But uh, the coon the coon hunting in Michigan was just phenomenal. We, I think we were hunting four dogs. And just like I was talking about at Mingo, I mean, they'd be treated over here, another one would be treated over here, and just lots of coons. Uh, Michigan probably has had the most coons I've, I've ever of anywhere i've ever hunted michigan probably had the the best the best coon population yeah uh, uh I, like i said 
on Friday night, I think it was, it, it was this was the last year I hunted copper. And uh, this was up in Michigan. This was last year I hunted copper squat days, I, I meant to say. But uh, we we cut loose, and he didn't go. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying. He didn't go 50 foot from us. We cut him down a fence row, and he took 10 steps, threw his head up, located. I struck and treated him. And the other dogs backed him, and uh, we looked up, and I mean there was a coon, and uh, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I thought it was too good to be true, but um, in Michigan they're just everywhere. Yeah, and and we recut down that fence row, and uh, I I was in a cast with a redwood dog, um, Ron Miller's willow female. He actually bought her for me uh, prior to prior to this hunt, and. Uh, and an English dog, and at the end of the cast, I had 725 with copper, and Willow uh, had 650 or 675. Uh, it was it was a shootout between them two, and uh, it it was it was probably the funnest cast I've ever been a part of. And yeah. What what made it even better was that you know knowing that I had trained Willow and she came from me, mm-hmm. uh, you know she and she she put on a clinic and Copper did too. Uh, I think we scored on. I think we uh, between all the dogs. I think we scored on nine. That's impressive. Yes, sir. It it was a, I, it was the fun one of the funnest casts I've ever been on. I've never coon hunted Michigan, but I've hunted Ohio and Indiana, so similar. Yes, sir. And you're you're right. There's definitely a pile of coon out there, a lot more than where I'm at. <laughs> yes, and, and a lot more than where I'm from and where I'm at now too. Uh, but, uh, you know, and it seems like they have big scores like that all the time mm-hmm. up there. You know, I think 725 is a pretty common score up there. And I just, that just blows me away. Cause oh, yeah. where I'm from, if you tree a coon or two by yourself, you're usually going to win the cast. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of similar here. I, I don't think my local club, as long as I've been a member there, which is probably, I don't know nine or ten years i don't think i've ever seen a score probably over four or five hundred right so it, what's the what is i mean what's the hunting like there where you right there around where you're from you're from pennsylvania aren't you yes yeah, so i live in the southeast corner um kind of like you were saying i go north it starts getting more hilly more closer to the mountains if i go south i get flat coastal ground kind of right cool. where, right here where i'm at we're more rolling hills so nice. the biggest problem here is we just don't have a lot of big tracts of land. You know, a couple right. a couple hundred acres is a big tract of land around here. Yeah. Yeah, that that can make it make it hard. So that's actually kind of why I like the off-colored dogs. I I don't like the dogs that shoot in there and hunt super far and 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 hard because that gets you in trouble around here. <laughs> Right. So some of these off-colored dogs that like to hunt a little closer works better for me. Right. I right mean, on. I know a couple guys that do have some walkers, but uh, they've had some interesting nights. That's yeah. <laughs> I've definitely had some interesting nights. Uh, uh, one buddy of mine, he, he has a lone pine bred female, got straight from like from Randy, and uh, she shot in there like two miles one night and got picked up, and he had to go to the dog pound the next day to to get her like he was literally like there was no service they were calling him so then they called cops the cops came and got the dog because she got into 
I think it was like a mine or I forget exactly what construction or something like in the middle of the night. And, uh, so those guys called the cops, cops picked her up. Cops wouldn't release the dog. They're like, you have to go to the, the animal shelter tomorrow morning. And you had to pay like $25 to get her out. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, no, that, that's, things that like that, you know? Good. Yeah. That's why I, I'm, I, I, like I said, I, I hunt dogs that hunt closer, uh, very well tone broken. Right. They cross a property line. I'm just like, tone, come back. Yeah. Yeah. See, where I'm from in Missouri, you know, there's a lot of Mark Twain and a lot of state land. And, uh, you know, it ain't nothing to, and in some of those places, it, it's not nothing to recut three or four times, you know, in the same block of woods. Mm-hmm. If I hunted bigger timber, I might try to have a dog like that but like i said just for where I'm right at. it just ain't that just ain't gonna work out in your country no unfortunately not the city both no, the, uh, all the cities are are encroaching further and further out right i i was pretty fortunate to grow up in the middle of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could say the same yes sir uh no uh i guess that what made me you know like that big hunting style of dog was uh you know, as a kid, I, I've tried getting into competition hunting about, oh, you know, 11, 12, 13. I was going to some competition, local hunts, and I wasn't doing no good. But, uh, and, and I just remember drawing out Eric Henry had a female wipe out, uh, hell on heels. Uh, you know, she won the world hunt, PKC world hunt. And, uh, she, she would always beat my butt every time I draw her. <laughs> and she just, you know, we, We'd cut the dogs loose and everything would go this way. And she'd shoot way over here this way by herself just about every time and, and have a coon just about every time and beat our, beat, beat our butt. And, uh, you know, I just, I remember him telling me, you know, you, if you ever want to do a lot of winning, you need something that's going to be by itself and, mm-hmm. and, and looking to get, get through there and do it in a hurry. And, yep. uh, you know, I just, I've just always remembered that, you know, she was just always so, I never did beat her. Uh, she, <laughs> she, she was a coon trier, but she would always be alone by herself somewhere through there. Uh, that's just kind of when I'm, when I'm training them, you know, I just, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Nope. I get it. Uh, I completely understand. I, I learned, it. A, I, I, I saw Steve Yant and Eric, you know, hunt them wipe up dogs, and do a lot of winning with them. And they still do, you know, they, uh, and, uh, that's just the kind of, style of dog i guess whenever i'm working on one i, I that's just kind of style i like mm-hmm. did you go through a lot of plots to find to be able to find yes, copper sir. and those that style of dog yes sir i went through i had and i had some of that tree coons don't get me wrong i just didn't i just didn't have any that operated you know the way i that i really needed them to to win hunt mm-hmm. and uh whenever i started hunting copper for joe you know uh it was he just copper was a he was a hard going dog and just a lot different style of dog than the plots i had messed with before and and you know i i've been hunting that same bunch of dogs getting uh you know joe's line of dogs and uh, it is pretty common in them to be real hard going real you know natural tree dogs you don't have to wait around until they're a year old to tree Mm -hmm. and uh you know it just they suit. They seem to suit my style of hunting. Uh, 
better for me than a, than a lot of the other stuff I messed with as a kid. Nah, that makes sense. And I know, especially for something that's not common in a breed, you're, it's going to take time to find those outliers, those non, you know, that's not necessarily the style of dog most plots are, which is why I had a hard time finding it. Right. That's, that's right. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm hunting grand pups to copper now. And, you know, we've got some couple dogs off of him still. And, uh, good. That's what I'm hunting. What's the plans for the future? Man, uh, plans for the future. Um, I guess just keep hunting these young dogs I got. Uh, you know, I'm going to always, I'll, as long as these dogs keep working for me, I always plan to have something, you know, of Joe stocking dogs on my yard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the two young plots I've got there is a half-brother, half-sister cross, both okay. out of old copper. And, uh, you know, they're about as copper bred as copper, more, more copper bred than copper was. <laughs> but But as long as that, you know, line of dogs keeps working for me. I'm I plan on hunting them, but you know, I I got a trooper pup. Me and Kevin are uh, partners on. He's half black and tan, half leopard. He's been tree and coon since he was six, seven months old. He's about a year old now, and so we're gonna hunt him. And uh, nice. we got we got our hands full, really. I mean, got a lot of hunting and work ahead. Yeah. Definitely. Sounds like it. You got, well, you just mentioned five puppies within the last half yeah. an hour. Yeah. So. Like that's, you know, like I said, I've sent several, several of my dogs to my partners or to somebody that wanted something to hunt or, you know, was looking for something to hunt because, uh, I just, I don't have the big woods down here that I had up there. So I've re- it really limits how many of them I can really hunt. Oh, I understand. Well, anything else you want to say? Man, uh, I don't guess so. Uh, <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on. I've enjoyed this. Like I said, hearing about some off off color dog success. Yes, sir. Uh, I I, uh, I always like to be the oddball in the crowd. Uh, if you're leading a plot dog, you're definitely going to be get, get some strange looks. Well, I'm sure when, especially when you were leading cop around, you got some strange looks just yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, long hair know, and long beard that you had. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun with that dog, and I'm I'm uh, glad to be hunting grand pups and well pups and grand pups doing today. Definitely, uh, he made me a lot. He made he made me a lot of friends and oh, a lot sure. of memories that I'll never you know that I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. I I can only imagine. Yep, these dogs. That, that's the one thing. It's really common. You talk to a lot of people, and, and these dogs bring a lot of people together and make make yes, you some of the sir. best friends you'll ever have. Yes, uh, some of the best friends I'm going to have for life were, were, were met through, you know, chasing that dog around. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, well, I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Tree Talking Media. And until next time, keep them talking in the timber.